Stephen, thanks for being on the show today. Pleasure, man. How's it going? Going pretty good. I know we're going to talk about some of your stuff. I know you have a new single out. But prior to that, I just want to talk a few things about you play guitar. And yes. you more right. and more, quite a bit. And I know earlier on, yeah. in the, real quickly, it's going to be a little quick little piece here. If anybody doesn't know about Stephen, then I don't know you guys have been in a cave. But if not, just behind the music. And then he has a great book, you know, Sex, Drugs, and Rat and Roll. That'll bring it right up to where we are right now. Uh-huh. But to the point of that story is you play a lot of guitar. Early on, you played a lot of guitar. And it looks like you played yeah. on stage. Yeah. Then in Rat, you kind of just did the singer thing and then some of your solo stuff. I think only on your stripped was when you were playing acoustic live. You don't really play right. a lot of live guitar, right? Um, I did do half the set when we Rat was a four-piece for a moment. We didn't have a rhythm guitar player. I think it was 1990. No, uh, who knows? It was one of the times we, we got back. I came back to the, my band. Was it the 99 Rat self-titled one? I think, no, it was, yeah, we were backing something up and we didn't have a guitar player. We ended up with Carlos, but we didn't have one. And I'd play half the set, guitar. Yeah. And, and people would go, whoa. But that's not my gig in Rat. My gig in Rat, day one, when I somebody asked me, uh, guitar player, can you sing for my band? Yeah. And I went, well, I'm a guitar player. And that happened to be the lead guitar player and the... Uh, other lead guitar player Chris Hager and Tommy Osakawa which would have the guys in my first band uh Crystal Pistol so uh, I went with my guitar it's in the book and and I go I want yeah, to guitar. they go we got a guitar player it's Chris Hager right here and we ended up going to Rough Cut and and whatever and uh good friend and it was funny so he'll be in that backstage pass thing yeah. and it's all relevant because we go so far back it's nutty and it's like even like talking about ed it's just fucking crazy and that's why the backstage pass is going to be so important is because there's so many musicians dropping right now and, yeah. and you know what hey you know, every dog has a day, and, and I'm just thinking, man, how can we, like, honor these people before they're out of here? No, well, I, agree. I figured it out, and, and it goes for me, too, no, you know, you, so, and legacy. people love it, you know, you, I want to know about these guys, like, Rudy Sarzo interviews me, and I go, I had an interview one time, by the, by the way, a real guitar player always has a pick. <laughs> Oh, there you go. You're, it's oh, crazy uh, when a guitar player, uh, guitar players don't have a pick. Hey, Stu. I have them all over the place. They're everywhere I go. Um, so what I was going to uh, say is, so with your solo stuff, you didn't play, you don't, you're never going to play any guitar live on stage besides that stripped? I think it's kind of cool. You do. Uh, you the only time, time I play, yeah. Um, no, because when I do my solo stuff, no, because my guitar player, Eric, as it's day one, pretty much does the solos and Frankie uh, pretty much from Sea Hags, he pretty much uh, and Arcade mm -hmm. um, uh, pretty much does the other kind of rhythm unless it's round and round or something, you know. But no, I in Arcade, I played a few songs, yeah. yeah. I played SOS. I mean, I wrote a lot, every song with Fred Corey and uh, the first record and the second record we wrote with Donnie Syracuse yeah. and the other guy in, in arcade. But in Rat, that was the only time I actually played guitar. I played half the set. We were four pieces. It didn't last long because I didn't like it. I you didn't like it? like it at all. 
No. Oh, but I'd love to play guitar for a band. I mean, I created a Vicious Delight in 1995 to uh, to play guitar and sing. Like I started doing in Mickey yeah. Rat. And it's, it's fun. I just do it for fun. And I write every day. And it didn't have nothing to do with this virus before this. I know. You know, I was writing uh, and released uh, View to a Thrill. View to a Thrill. Everything you've done, you've never stopped. You you have literally, you were like the James Brown of songwriting. And, and I mean, I've listened like here, like literally there's been a year since it was 83. You've done like all the Rat albums and then... Uh, yeah. one of my favorite albums you did then you had a co you had some co-writing and, and you had um and i had on on we're talking about it your detonator album when i was talking Ooh. to desmond child i said oh, there's two right on we had, we had a great talk desmond is such a uh, salt of the earth guy so yeah. so we were talking about bands and we we're talking about like band like albums he did he co-wrote that didn't get props and he had a couple i'm gonna say my two albums i think he worked on were um the scorpions one and yours like right blew me away your voice co-writing with those songs was the bomb and yeah it's just ridiculous I, and it's, it's so good like was it different i gotta him? tell you i gotta tell you working with desmond was was fucking amazing and i uh, uh i don't know what record giving yourself away is i actually posted something backstage past for that oh, that was that detonator it was oh yeah it was a great song man and then oh. we ended up doing a record with them producing with uh yeah. arthur payson and it was cool look dude when when i did that it was with uh diane warren yep. and i just put a post of that up it's crazy you know mm -hmm. desmond was just on my mind and that song and i'm like i'm gonna let people know who i wrote that with it's not a rat i wouldn't i didn't write it, it with no, rat. but it was interesting because you you and i've gone through your songs you you've you have a certain voice and a tone and you know your voice, you own it, which is the best yeah. thing to do for a singer. But they found a different way to, to do a different melody with your voice. It was just a little bit different. Yeah. Which was just like another hit of it was, it was just, I, it was a perfect storm and it was just great. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. I was kind of bummed that at that point, you know, everyone knows the storm of grunge came in and, and rock kind of ate yeah. itself too. I would have loved yeah. to see, I was waiting to see, but from that peak to see the next level, hope you, you know, like that Nader, like what were you going to go with that songwriting before, you know, everything kind of, crumbled in because that yeah. you know it was so good it was perfect for your voice it was it was good you know yeah i'll tell you what we have a lot of songs and um i think uh i'm gonna instigate putting together because there's so many bootlegs out there but i the bootleggers they gotta know that i have the biggest bootleg collection of rats how do you have so, how do you have control over all that i mean like most bands i mean you've put out like mickey rat i, mean, I asked hey look look push comes to shove and I see something, I'll, I'll buy it, or I'll, I'll tell them to give it to me, and you know, whatever. If you want to bootleg it, you know, I, if you're somewhere else like Korea, I can't help you. But somebody actually <laughs> sent me something once that was a five CD of unreleased uh, rap music and stuff. And I'm thinking, how did you get this, dude? Somebody, somebody in the studio took some of our shit, and it just got lost somewhere, or Robin dropped it somewhere. Yeah, right, <laughs> a, it got lost. A tape of, of, of a song, and, and there's a song actually called uh, Reach for the Sky, which I want to re-release. So I'm going to instigate doing a, a a rat record with unreleased songs. There's actually good. enough, 10. There's which is good, because, I mean, you've got so many good songs. I need to collage the same thing. And even when Rat stopped, you were writing, you've always written, like, you, you did Arcade, you did Arcade yeah. 2, A2, which is... Which was really kind of cool. It had more, felt more, even more like Aerosmith, bluesy, rocky feel. Not doesn't sound like Aerosmith, but it has that swagger to it. Um, sure. You did uh, 
they should still light was which is a little bit different well and then oh. you did vertex was kind of a you know now oh man vertex shit man let me tell you something i like that that record it, it was really weird how al alpatrelli and uh well, he's so fucking good he's good uh, yeah, isn't he? he's ridiculous we yeah we um it came came to be that project this japanese drummer kid uh uh hero kiritani um wanted a project to do a band and they specifically picked me as to sing and they're in japan conjuring this up and al petrelli on guitar and go to a and m the a room for as long as we wanted, with as much gear as we wanted, and get on the bus at the end of the day when the record comes up, mega promotion, one huge video, and go open for Man of War in small clothes. And it didn't work. And then the band just, but but Al Petrelli, well, we wrote that. Me and Al Petrelli, man, I gotta tell you, we tried so many things in the studio. That one song, um, Shit, there's a, a, a one like the sun. Um, he's like banging on the keyboards with a drumstick. I mean, and I'm singing through a big tube with a mic on the end. We tried everything just to fuck around, you know. It feels like a, a fun it, experimental. But it had to be heavy, heavy. but it had to heavy. be industrial. It had to be industrial, you know. That's what the kid wanted. Yeah, it looked like it was fun. That's, that was kind of my question: how fun it was for you? Because clearly, like I said, you're always doing stuff like Vicious Delight and Arcade. We're kind of still in the rock vein, you know. But Vertex, yeah. I mean, you look like you're having fun in the video. It feels like it was like a fun, creative blast to just kind of do something different, you know. Why not? Why not? No, you know, I, I, there's I, no reason why not. It's, it's a good idea. It's fun. Yeah, I can't play rap music for the rest of my life, you know, or, or during my life because. You know, I uh, from the early day when I started playing guitar, I started writing songs. It's that crazy, and I just developed, developed, and hung out with people who play guitar. You know, eventually Robin and Chris and all these guys taught me, and then I taught myself. And then I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm this singer dude, <laughs> so I'm just gonna go with that guy and, and do my yeah. own thing because the solo record's done. Yeah, the solo record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the six went. We're ready to go. You know, when's it coming out? Um, you know? it'll come out this year. Okay, cool. And the big single right now is "Girls on Film," and they want my manager uh, wants to put it out on on the legacy record, and uh, so we'll see what happens. I mean, I, the story behind it's crazy. I love that band. I do. I, I do too. I, I mean, when I read your book, I was like, oh, I love Duran Duran too. I, I think it's it, a perfect meld of like poppy. You know, it's, it's perfect. Yeah, I liked it because of the fashion, because, you know, somebody, yeah. uh, I hung out with people back then. When I first moved to L.A. in 1980, man, I was experimental, dude. I, I tripped around Hollywood to Chris and John, and, 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 and we just had to learn Hollywood. And we, we came from San Diego, Mickey Rat. We were playing huge shows, huge. And we had to start all over again. You know, but Robin's band is huge. Uh, uh, my band is huge. Mickey Rat. I mean, seriously, playing theaters and and big hall, big Crosby Hall, uh, uh, all these big places. It was crazy in the late seventies, man. Everybody just wanted to party, you know. And we were in it. And then all of a sudden, Van Halen. And then it was forget it. 
there's the bar right there, Van Halen. And I was so glad he was my friend. Did you ever <laughs> get to play the guitar there. with him? Like hang out with him, play guitar? Um, right? I, you know, when, he's, when I saw him personally, when he'd come by or something, or I'd go to his pad a few times. I've been a, we never, it wasn't about guitar. It was only once when I went to his pad that he, I went in the studio and he played me something that Sammy Hager was singing. Oh, yeah. Actually. But we were both fucked up. So I don't know. Well, you know I like it. I like he played it to me. He, goes, yeah. he did tell me, he goes, Sammy would be pissed if I played this. And I go, whatever, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't play right. guitar. He doesn't play guitar no. in my house. If there was one there, he'd pick it up. And well, that's what I meant. Like, he's just hanging out. He always had a guitar. So I just meant, like, you know, just hanging out for fun, not like a, a thing, just kind of yeah. fun. Yeah, we had other things to talk about. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I, I like some of the stories you have about he, you. Know, he kept a few things at your house uh, when it was alcohol he was hiding from uh, earlier on in your in your story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, funny was, stories. it was cool. It was cool, man. He left my pad once uh, uh, on his motorcycle and he got a 502. <laughs> I'm like, fuck your man. Oh, He's crazy. It was crazy. It was so much fun. Man. I got stories for days. But anyway, I'll say it. Well, we started working on those songs. We were in... Hawaii, I believe, on our way to Japan. And Juan had a recording studio uh, with us, like a decent kind of, you know, in, in Iraq. Yeah. And we parked in, in, in Hawaii, and that's where a few of those songs came out. But it was it was incredible. That record is such a, it, from Seller. Seller was like, let's get the fuck out of here and play yeah. our shit. I mean, it it incorporates out of the cellar some Mickey Rat songs. It does, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's like the, it was next level. Yeah, and it's stuff that you know we've been wanting to uh, uh, play and jam, and we were playing uh, other songs, Rat, besides what was on cellar. You know, I won't lose a song I have, uh, mm -hmm. Reach for the Sky. I have, and I never wanted to release a song that is the title of a record. That's why it never got its due. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, but it's really good. It was actually a little trivia. Well, I don't yeah. get it. It is a backstage story. It was written uh, when Mark Tureen, the singer of the Bullet Boys, was playing guitar more than singing. And Warren split for a second, a few months, and he pulled in. And when he did, Robin uh Mark Turin and myself mm -hmm. uh, uh wrote the song Reach for the Sky and I Won't Lose. And they're fucking great. I want them out. I want them heard. It's 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 over what 40 years. I it love, was, I love uh, your stuff. You're damn, about, it was you. like uh, uh uh it was early on. It was like before it was 1982, uh, uh, you know, or three when Warren first joined, you know. Everybody's hopping chairs. But anyway, that song's amazing. It's cool. No, thank but, you, man. It's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, but all all the anthology stuff is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, that turned it backstage. But uh, but um, that record, Lay It Down, man, Bo just kicked our asses, you know? I mean, really, we were crazy in the studio for a while. But when it came to uh, him saying, yeah, you know, Nobody complained. Everybody, including myself, got to work. I'd do things over and over and over and over. And he'd go, try this, try this. And I would. He's a producer, right? I've always dug writing with people. And that's where you get different shit. I can write with anybody. Now, 
Uh, but it's good the band did it too though because you had a huge album the first one was so huge you needed to come back with something really strong and that was a strong album to follow up with you know yeah there's some there's some cool shit gonna happen but yeah man and and to lay it down man i gotta tell you that was a great record i mean he really topped himself on that and it ended up doing like over two mil so yeah eh. seller was good but seller was like let's get out of here you know and we did we're all crazy and, and yep. then lay it down it was like okay this is going to happen all the time is this going to happen all the time this is our sophomore we're huge we got yep. bon jovi opening up or you know it was insane 85 86 yep. man out of control and uh uh that record just whoosh, took off and next thing you know it's like we get off the road and not more than like a month or two it's like uh, start writing. We're going into pre-production. <laughs> you know, uh, um, we created this thing since we're in this uh, situation with this virus and whatever, and who knows about the live show. So everybody's experimenting. Yep. What I'm doing is, is uh, with my with my girl here is is we've created back a thing called Backstage Past, and it it incorporates uh, going back to the beginning with myself and through your career and you know up until uh you know what is your legacy at the end of the day you'll be in you know interviews you know live jamming Mm -hmm. with special guests and the first things coming out we start filming on the 23rd and it'll go back to my history mickey rat all the way through the rat years live footage going back uh stuff nobody has ever seen and that's the whole premise of it. Uh, we've been working on it for quite a while, and it's going to be a, a, a program that's going to show uh, somebody probably every week, once a week, special guest. And it's way cool. That's all I can say. Just go to officialstevenpiercy.com, and all the info will be there. Is that also going to say what platform is going on? Is it going to be on web or access? To, like It'll be streamed or... on, uh, on a network. Uh, okay. Yeah, stream network, but it's a huge fun. network, over a hundred million. That's, that's so we're happy. We're happy. That's awesome. With that. Very cool. All right. I mean, just uh, go to uh, theratpack.com. Go to officialstevenpiercy.com, where you will soon see backstage uh, uh, Stephen Piercy's backstage pass.com. Yeah. And uh, 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 anything else is really on uh, uh, officialstevenpiercy.com, and. Yeah. There's all kinds of fun stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff on the site. It's really good. And your video, too. Yeah, the new man. Girls on Film videos on there, too. Yeah, you know, I had to do that because it was just crazy. I mean, look, my guitar player, Eric, the, the, the fucking guy, I think I mentioned it. He's way creative. He just sends me songs, songs, songs. And I just immediately write lyrics and <laughs> figure out an arrangement. It's like clockwork. It's the weirdest thing. And and I could we could be recording and I'll stop them and say no we're gonna play this now trash that song. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I move fast. I mean I'm like bup, bup, bup. my my girl can't fucking handle it, but she keeps up. She keeps up because <laughs> this backstage pass. She had, she's the brains, uh, and I'm the, the whatever. But anyway. Um, so officialstevenpersy.com and there's going to be soon that program and it's going to be a stream show. It's on a network and we're way excited. And, and the first show is going to be my legacy and, 
from there, it will go, uh, I'll be auditioning. I mean, not auditioning, I'll be uh, uh, interviewing and, you know, jamming with guests and, and, and backstage past the story and lives of uh, uh, as many rock musicians as I can, you know, okay. and give them respect. And the whole deal with it is what is your legacy? Because put it this way, uh, Daryl Hall isn't inviting fucking Rob Alford over to hang out and jam. He might. He might after hearing this. <laughs> Why not? It's like somebody's got to do it. So I'll start out with this unplugged, you know, trip and then turn it into metal maybe in a second. And all hell breaks loose. You know? There's a lot you can do with this. This is a great idea. Yeah, well, it, it's already on the burner, the, the heavy metal show. Uh, has nothing to do with that metal show, believe me, with all due respect. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be crazy. I mean, and, and that's what really brought it up to my attention. It's like, what? Daryl Hall, man, he doesn't even invite a rat in there or something. Or invite a Motley guy in there. Invite Vince, motherfucker, you know. Uh, but anyway, all is good. It's all good. All is good. But you're yeah, the best me and my girl, Christy Adair, just kicking some butt, man. It's going to be great. It's awesome. Alan. You have a good time. Thank you, Thank brother. You. All right. Take care. Bye.